Welcome to the mortgage game. I truly, truly believe that building a mortgage business, a successful one is like playing a game. There's winners, there's losers. There's certain things you try. Some of us are playing checkers while others are playing chess. I've had the ability to coach and mentor hundreds of mortgage brokers. I myself built a very nice business. So now I want to distill all that information, all the things I've learned from that and bring it directly to you in a simple to understand way. I hope you enjoy. Okay, Ryan Wiley here. Welcome to the mortgage game. Thank you for listening. Let's get into it. I'm giving you a warning right now. I'm issuing a warning. This podcast is not sponsored by Americano today. It is sponsored by Jalapeno Poppers. Why? Because I'm coming in hot. I don't know why I said that part, but I'm coming in hot. This is not a podcast you're going to listen to if you're looking for hey, what's a drip campaign? Give me three tools to use. What's this? What's that? This is a like, what are we doing type podcast, right? This is a, what are the excuses? What, like, why aren't we where we want to be right now? And so it's funny. My wife says, I, you know, I think I'm a really nice guy. I, my wife's like, you're extremely nice. You go out of your way to help people. And I agree with her. Um, But she also says, hey, I think you're almost too nice to a fault. I think you help people too much sometimes and people take advantage of you. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather shade that way than the other way. That's just me. It's how I'm wired. I do like to help people, but there's sometimes I get a fire in my belly. The fire in the belly is kind of, we sit back and we just go, what are we doing kids? Like seriously. And so this is one of those episodes. So I'm just warning you, if you want to change the channel, you want to put on something more, I don't know, light, little lighter for whatever time you're listening to this, then now you've been warned. Okay. Um, so where this is coming from, you might be like, Whoa, Ryan, where's this coming from? Like, seriously, what are we doing here? You know what? Hey, I've been doing hard things my whole life. I've, I'm, I'm ready for anything working full time from grade seven, eight on right. Stocking grocery shelves after work, you know, in grade seven. <laughs> I, and it just keeps going. I've been doing hard things my whole life. So I have very, very little room for excuses. I just think there's a will, there's a way you get it done. You know, I keep hearing, Hey, you know, let's have our vision board up there. Where this is coming from is I do a lot of training. I do a lot of coaching. I talk to a lot of people. I have been for a couple of years now and I get to see all sides of it. And there's certain times stuff resonates with me. There's certain times I look there and I just go, okay, I get it. I'm trying to understand your side, but at the end of the day, I don't get it. Cause I just, I sit here and I go, man, I don't think we realize how freaking lucky we are in this industry and how close to gold everyone is. If you're not already there, you have the ability to make endless amounts of money. And there are people all around you that have laid out roadmaps for you, including not just the training that we've done, other people out there that are already doing it. You know, they're funny when early on in my career, I met this realtor and she was downtown Toronto and I met her and I went and had coffee with her. And I got to be honest, she was like dumb as a stick of wood. Uh, just, I was sitting there watching her and I was like, huh. And she was number one in the brokerage. I'm sitting there talking to her and I'm like, I think I'm already smarter than you in real estate and I'm fairly new but that didn't matter because you know what she had? She had like this blind confidence. She she was not self-aware and she had an accent. I can't even 
I can't even repeat her accent, but like, Ryan, what do you think I should do? What, what else would I do? And I'm like, okay, I don't know what she was, Russian, Ukrainian. I'm Ukrainian, so I can say it. I don't know what ethnicity, but she literally had, she's like, my family came from these hard times and like, I don't have a choice. I don't know anything else. And she wasn't even good at what she did. It's just, she woke up every day and she did the same thing over and over and over. And she was freaking relentless. And I was like, oh my God, she came from like such hard times. She came from such a hard spot. Her family moved here. This was like that whole immigrant story, but she was like uh, a, a more recent generation. She was my age at the time. And just like, wow, like she'd seen some shit. And it just hit me. I'm like, you don't even have to be good at this. You don't, no matter what you're doing. If you're good, that just makes it easier, longer term, makes it easier to keep growing your business. But I was like sitting there going, wow, it just smacked me in the face. I was like, wow, there's so many ways to like be successful and half is just showing up. And so the whole point of this podcast today is I've seen all the sides, all the angles. I've seen people come and they want, you know, a direct map. Like, can you lay out like line by line what I need to do? I'm here to tell you kids, it doesn't exist. There's not a roadmap to success. Everyone's a little different, right? You're going to do things different than Tom over here and Jane over here and how I did it and how they did it. But there's people building puzzles all around you. There's patterns, right? Building a puzzle, which is your mortgage career. It's all patterns and how you see the pieces. There's people building it all around you. No one's going to build the puzzle the exact same way, but people are going to go, Hey, why don't you start with the corners? Why don't you start with the outline? And then maybe look for all the yellows and put those in the pot. Like every people, people are going to have their certain ways of doing things. And so you, you have to step back and recognize that. You have to sit back and go, okay, where are the patterns? Who's got this figured out? How do I get in there? How do I understand? But then I have to put my own thing on it. No one's going to just take your hand and walk you through this 100% commission business to where you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and give you step-by-step. Step. You have to figure some shit out and you're going to have to fuck up. You're going to have to make some mistakes and you're going to have to take some risks. And you probably know this and you're like, yeah, Ryan, I know this. I get it. I'm like, okay, then why are we doing this? And so that's what I want to talk about today. Because for me, I've been doing hard things my whole life. This seems easy. The mortgage game is just like, you just keep going. Like I don't have a choice, right? My why is a lot more powerful than other people's why. You know, I don't have vision boards. I'm not that guy. The vision boards, I wake up and I do my routine and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't do it. My routine's different, right? I'm not going to just because I didn't make my bed. I don't want that to make it seem like the next thing in line it's going to change because I didn't make my bed and then I didn't have my right coffee and then I didn't like now my day's off. It's like, no, I just wake up and I do shit. I just go. Right. I don't have a choice. I don't give myself the choice. I don't give myself the option. Right. For those people that are out there, you're spending more time making sure your expenses are low and your bills are low so that you can not succeed at your job. And it's okay because I don't have a lot of bills. Those people who move from Toronto, like I told you, kids, this one, I'm coming in hot here, okay? It's kind of the uh, benefit of having your own podcast, right? I can't be censored. I'm not coming in mean, though. I'm just kind of I'm laying it out as it is. But I know people that will move out of Toronto because it's too expensive, and they'll go off, you know, two hours out, and they go, oh, I can buy a home out here. Well, why don't you just work more and, like, get smarter, at your job, like I'm talking about the commission-based people. If you're in a salary job, I get it. That's different, but you're not salaried people, right? You're my people, 100% commission-based. Go make more fucking money. 
go figure it out. Right? So I remember I listened to a podcast with Peckford, Scott Peckford, ILMB, and it resonated with me. And I was chatting with him last week about this. It's kind of funny, the timing on it. And it was, there was this guy and I forget his name, maybe Augusto. Augusto, if you're listening, hopefully I'm, it was you. <laughs> I'm not sure. But it was like, he had one of the most powerful whys because his business just flipped like that. Yeah, I'm snapping my fingers. My kids are impressed. I can do that. They want to know how I do it. I'm like, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. Like what happened? Like why all of a sudden did you do that? Like did your business just take off? And he's like, well, you know what? If I if it didn't, I had to, we had to move. We had to leave our school district. We had to, you know, I had to tell my kids, my kid and my family, we have to move because dad didn't want to do hard things. Dad didn't want to make phone calls. Dad didn't want to put himself out there. Dad didn't want to do the things he kind of knew he had to do, but didn't want to. So now we're downsizing. And now we're going to a different school, Johnny. Go make some new friends, buddy. You'll be okay. Right? And guess what? While we're doing that, I'm going to spend an hour and a half on the phone with TELUS to negotiate my bill $20 a month less. I'm going to feel like that's a win for the day. <laughs> you see? Do you hear where I'm going with this? That's not a win for the day. That's you trying to justify your time to bring your expenses lower when in all reality, you could just go make a thousand bucks that day. Okay. So why are people wired differently like this? What are the most successful people in this business? And it obviously relates to other businesses versus the ones who aren't and the ones that constantly have the excuses. And it's like, ah, oh, the market's not good. doesn't matter. Oh, rates are high. doesn't matter. It's hard to qualify. There's no easy deals. doesn't matter. Right? How many people, this question is asked. I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching and we dig into this stuff and I ask these questions. Hey, uh, realtors aren't following up. Okay. Are you following up with them? Yeah. Okay. What'd you do? Follow up. Walk me through. What's your day look like? 8.30, 8.45. What are you doing? 8.45, 9.30. What are you doing? Document for me. How much was put towards lead generation? Like literally, what did you do? Like lay it out for me. Lay it out for me as if like you're on probation. I'm your probation officer. I want to know what you're doing. Five minute increments. Lay it out for me. It's not enough. Yeah, I followed up twice. Okay, follow up 10 times. Follow up eight. What are they going to say? No, I don't. Stop calling. Don't work with me. Okay, on to the next, right? Have you called your database? Have you looked at every single file you've done? Every single file and look for an opportunity to save the money. And if there is one, reach out. If there isn't, reach out. Tell them, guess what, Tom? There's no opportunity to save you money, but I just want to let you know I checked. How are things doing? How are things going? Do you have any questions? I just want to let you know I got your back. Have you done that? Right? Do you have a drip campaign in place? Are you like, there's these things, these very, 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 very freaking obvious things all around us you need to be doing. Half the battle is showing up, but it's like, then what are you doing? So, did you get your routine out of the way for the day? Do you feel good now? Do you feel solid? Do you feel in the right mindset? Just get to work. The earlier, the better. Right? Don't create these excuses. So what's the why? Well, a lot of it comes down to a big, big part of it comes down to what's your why? And I truly believe not everyone can be an entrepreneur. I truly believe not everyone should be in this industry. There's a lot of you listening right now that should just not be on the commission side. You should be working for a broker or you should be on the lender side. And that's just the way it is. And that's okay. That's cool. You can still run a great, have a great life. You can be smart with your money. You can maybe have a side gig. Like you don't have to be the mortgage broker. It's not meant for everybody. It's a stressful position. It's tough. 
It's a marketing position. Don't forget that. Ding, 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 ding. Marketing position. Yeah. Yeah. The smartest mortgage broker doesn't always win. Definitely doesn't win. The smartest marketer, the best marketer always wins. Always, always, always. Always. Right? You can't tell me that half the burgers you eat are good. They got you marketing. Right? We can go into that. We're not going to go down this marketing rabbit hole. That's me telling you the best marketer wins. The best product doesn't always win. (laughs) Doesn't always win. The best mortgage person, the best realtor doesn't always win if no one's listening. So what makes more people successful than not successful? They have a bigger why. So if you're sitting in a relationship and you have a spouse who's earning good money and you guys have some money in the thing, and I've, I have friends like this. I have friends like this. I know people like this. I have colleagues, I know realtors like this. They think they're doing what they're doing and yet they're just playing house and they're not actually waking up, treating it like an actual job, like they're serious and they want to go make money. They want to change lives. They want to serve people. They're playing house and they're tricking themselves and they're tricking their spouses and they're tricking everyone in their world that this is something they want to do. Just don't be that person. Like look yourself in the mirror and go, what am I doing? Like your why is obviously not big enough. If your spouse is making good money, I don't know. I don't know if that if you're going to be hungry enough. I don't know. Is this an excuse for you to do this over a salary job, making 80 to 120 grand, whatever that is? Okay. Are you eventually going to be back there? Probably because your why is not big enough. Right. And you're probably going to frustrate the hell out of your partner if you have one, because they're going to think they were going down this path of you doing something successful that could potentially help the family out and lead to maybe financial freedom for them. And it doesn't. And instead, three, four, five, six years down the road, you're kind of still treading water doing your three to eight million. But it just it works because you can help out at home and you can do the cooking. Like there's certain times in that scenario where one person's making the money and the other one isn't yet, where you have to put your foot down and go, hey, if we're going to make this real, this is one of my five reasons, top things I wish I knew earlier in my career, like to have that hard conversation at home. So is it that you could make it big and then maybe potentially they don't have to work anymore? That should be a big why, right? So what is your why? If you're sitting there with a job where you're pulling in cash and you're doing this part-time, you can't convince me you have a big enough why. You just can't. If you're pulling in 100 grand, things are good and you're getting by, and now you're going to try and tell me you're going to be this mortgage broker and that's your career, And you're like, ah, most people make the mistake going, ah, if only I could do 8 million. Now that's 100 I'm making here plus 80. That's 180. Like, come on, that you can't sustain that. No one does that. That's crazy town. That's crazy. And even if you got there, do you think you're going to be happy with where you're at? No, you're always going to want more and you're going to wonder what if. You're going to have regrets. And then your spouse potentially would be the same thing. Because now you've got two things taking away emotionally and mentally from the family and relationships. Your regular job plus that job. So now let's talk about the people that are doing the 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 million. And this is a common theme I'm hearing with a lot of people. Hey, Ryan got her business up. She's usually doing 40, 50. Had a good couple year run at 70, 80. And now I'm coming back down. And I'm kind of at that 40, 50. I've had to let go of some staff, but I'm happier. And that's me going, yeah, I get it. Hey, that's awesome. Good for you. I don't think doing the hundred million a year with the team, I know more people, way more people unhappy in that situation than I do happy. 
It's like marriages. Half of them fail. And then on the half that are still together, half of those shouldn't be together. <laughs> the 25% that are together, those are the people doing the 30, 40, 50 million that are happy. They have less stress, less moving parts, less HR. Totally different conversation, which I plan on doing a podcast on that because I think a lot of people are going down a slippery slope and they can avoid it. And I'm going to share some stories with you on that. I'm not going to get into that today. Today's more about like, can you just wake up and get shit done? If you were to write a list out of all the things you need to do to get where you want to go, personally, health-wise, like you don't need someone to tell you, hey, go walk 10,000 steps, drink three liters of water, don't eat deep fried food, and don't eat a lot of sugar. Oh my God, I just created a course. I just created some diet hack. <laughs> like you knew those answers. Just like you don't need someone to tell you like, hey, reach out to realtors 10 times each. Video, text, call over and over. Send a video once a week to all your realtors. One video. You make a three-minute video. You can send out to 50, 60, 80, 100, 200 realtors. Think of the leverage you get on that. It's insane. And do it over and over. When do you stop? Never. What if you're six years in? Never stop. Never, ever, ever. Keep going. Go, go, go. Right? Never stop. If you never stop, you can't lose. You only lose when you quit. No one can say that doesn't work. It's going to work. Oh, and what are you out? You're out two minutes. Oh, muffin. You're out two minutes once a week. Really? Sending a video, five minutes. You're out 20 minutes a month. Like, come on. Come on. So there's these models all around us. There's solutions all around you. You've got podcasts on top of podcasts on top of podcasts now. You've got Facebook groups, you've got training, you've got training you pay for, you have free training, you have colleagues around, you have like all these answers, no matter if you're doing 50 and you want to get to 100, or you're doing two and you want to get to 10 or 12, you kind of know what the answers are. I think if you sat back and you took like a truth serum and then someone said, okay, or they put you on a lie detector, hey, what do you need to do? You'd be like, boom, 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 boom. Okay, why aren't you doing, I don't like doing cold calls. I don't like doing texts. I don't like doing videos. Uh, okay, well then you don't like making money in the mortgage industry. That's obvious, right? Like at some point you got to do hard things. And here's the interesting thing. A lot of us have kids and I hope you're trying to teach your kids to do hard things. I hope you're trying to lead by example. You know, your kids are watching no matter if, you know it or not, like they're, they're sponges. We know this, we get it. But why does mom or dad get to take time off and not do these crazy hard things, yet we expect it from our kids? We want our kids to put themselves out there. They're freaking kids. Like you have way more experience, should have way more courage, should have way more of a bigger why, yet we expect other people around us to be this version of themselves that really we should be in our own business that helps support our family for generations to come. Okay. There's stuff you're going to do in your business that you just hate doing. There's stuff I hate doing in my business. Do not like doing it. But what do I do? Well, I'll procrastinate a little bit on it for sure. Yeah. Not a lot. Not where it puts things in jeopardy, but then I just do it. I just do it. And I know if you said, Hey Ryan, drop me down and go, Hey, I need you to go make, half a million dollars next year. Mortgage broker, half, I'm like, yeah, I know what to go do. 
It's not because I trained. It's not because I did it before. It's because we all know, like there's no silver bullet. It's sitting there. It's like all these opportunities and money sitting in front of you. But it tells me if you don't do it or if you have the excuses, which I hear over and over, I hear daily. I also do. I hear daily. It's not there. There's always something. My sister's not feeling well. I'm right. Like I've got excuses. I've got an excuse board here. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to look at the excuse board and go, what excuse are we using today? Oh, number 17. Do you want to sprinkle in a little number 23 in there as well? Okay, that's cool. So you have the 17-23 combo of my sister's not feeling good and rates are high. Perfect. All right. So now what? What's the answer now? You're just a victim? Like, are you a victim now of the circumstances? Or do you plow through and just figure it out? And you're like, yeah, like there's no way I can't succeed at doing this. That's the part that drives me crazy, freaking crazy about this. Because I've been on the side where you can do very well. I've also had a hard time getting there, but I never had excuses. I never once was like, I knew the excuse was always me, only me. I was the only reason I never got to where I wanted to be in the certain amount of time I thought I'd be there. It had nothing to do with my coach, the course I took, the weather outside. I'm not feeling good. I'm going through depression. I'm unhealthy. I have family issues. You know, no one's returning my call. I don't know what to say. Guess what? Figure it out. Right? It's not like you're the only one trying to do what you're doing. There's thousands and tens of thousands of people doing it with the same 24 hours in a day. So let's bring this full circle. I will go back to the part though, where when I talk to people in the one-on-one coaching and we go deep, we, we come with this, okay, what, what are your pain points? Let's put them in priority sequence. And then I want to give you something we're going to, if it's auditing your business, auditing your, your marketing, if it's auditing your team, auditing your pre, your process systems and process, like I'll come in and audit things, 60 to 90 minute audits, break it down, give you a couple simple fixes that you follow. It's very, very evident on the marketing side of things which is most people's weakness, sales and marketing, is what's going on wrong. They're not trying hard enough the same thing for long enough. It's probably a better way of saying that, but it's like, how many times did you do this? Okay, and that's, and then you stopped? Like, why? Like, there's a bajillion people out there and you just stopped because four people didn't get back or you sent 23 emails and no one responded? So now what? That's what I always go to. So now what? Right? I said this earlier in one an earlier podcast on 12 Hour Broker. It's one of my favorite sayings. I'm going to use it right now and then we'll wrap this up because it's getting a long podcast of me going off. Um, it's something resonated with me and it just, I think about it all the freaking time. And it's, hey, life's tough. <laughs> it's tough. We're getting smacked in the face from a bunch of different angles, but who cares? I always go back to nobody's coming. Just remember that. If your health isn't where you want it to be, there's no magic fairy coming out, sprinkling abs and lower cholesterol. No one's coming. You don't have leads in your business, right? No one's coming. You have book calls. Your pipeline's dry. There's no one coming. There's no brokerage you join where you're going to get leads. 
There's no CRM you're going to sign up to. There's no Velocity and Finmo and Phylogic. Like, there's no platform, submission platform you're going to go on to. That's just going to dramatically change your business, right? There's no one little thing you're going to go get that just like, oh, I've got it. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. My business is great now because I did this little thing. Nobody's coming. Absolutely nobody's coming to help you. So now what do you do? Do you put your big boy, big girl pants on and you power through? Or do you have a pity party and you just go, huh, well, it would have been cool to do that. I'll just do my three, four million or I'll do this and be unhappy and be grumpy with the rest of my friends and family and whatever. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. And just come up with excuses and spend more time making excuses to validate why you're not where you want to be with all those around you than actually trying to figure out the solution. So who do you want to be? Nobody's coming. That's it. That's the mortgage game today. I'm sorry. I, I don't pull these out that often. This is just something that's been weighing on me for a little bit. Um, it's frustrating from the training side of things. Being in the training game, I get to see all the angles. It's pretty cool. It's very, very cool. I get 30,000 foot view, 20,000, 10,000, 100 foot view. I get to see it all from a bunch of different businesses, which is freaking awesome. Because I get to share a lot of that stuff with you. But I see a lot of excuses. Okay, so if you're one of those people, just remember nobody's coming. Last thing I'm going to mention, um, 10 Loans a Month Academy. Academy that I own, I run, training academy. I think it's freaking phenomenal. A lot of other people think it's freaking phenomenal. The doors are closed. Guess what? We're opening them next week. So there's going to be a link. You go to 10 Loans a Month. That's the number 10, loansamonth.com. You can sign up the waitlist. We're going to sign you up. It's going to be an info session. Just come in and check it out. What we're doing, the cost for 12 months of training in the academy is the same or less than one deal. Peanuts. It's a tax write-off. That's it. That's my plug. Okay? Have a good day, kids. Five texts a day. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.